Hi, I'm Nirmal Bhansali and you're listening to an experiment of mine. I stopped making episodes for my podcast Curisect for months. Being an avid listener of podcasts myself, I didn't think Curisect was good enough. So I stopped doing anything pertaining to it for a long period of time. But while I have been extremely lazy during this pandemic and lockdown, one of the things which I've been doing is rethinking the way I easily give up on personal projects. And I don't want to do that anymore. I'm calling this experiment of mine time capsule. Think of it as a spin-off from Curisect. This time I'll be recording conversations with my friends, peers and people of my age group. I want to capture some parts of their stories, but more importantly, I want to talk to them about their future aspirations and the hopes that they have for the world that they're going to be living in in the future and what they think about it right now. I don't know how the experiment is going to fare. But as Aragorn says, you just have to keep making the things that you find worthwhile. So this is the first episode of that experiment. One is a notebook for English vocabulary that I have. It has a list of all of the words that I ever came across anywhere and I used to write the meanings of it from dictionary.com. Uh, or Merriam Webster neither of the two i have a note here that says read constitutional law and constitution as many times as possible of course this is reference to the clat syllabus of um, constitutional law right uh, then i have uh, vocabulary english vocabulary i have targets written here reading 2 hours a day second 10 to 20 words a day three is uh, linkages that is no more about the word or origin that is one of my closest friends sandesh atyam he has around 2 years worth of material for the common law admission test that's the entrance exam that you give to get into national law universities across the country he has 2 years worth of books notes scraps of paper lying in his house collecting dust Both of us have now spent 4 years together in National Law University Jodhpur. That's the place where we are currently studying. But Sandesh has been thinking about law as a career for much longer than those 4 years. I wanted to ask him what he thought about that decision to select law right now and what he intends to do going forward. One thing I want to state on record just because I can Sandesh is a corporate and finance geek. He doesn't like to admit it. but you'll understand what i mean pretty soon uh so the first thing which i actually want to understand is this specific decision that you took to opt into a law university what do you think about this specific choice now after 6 7 years of thinking this this decision of opting to study law what do you think about that decision that you took hmm Uh, that's an interesting question because uh, my first choice of choosing law was out of elimination and not as not out of choice because there was no way i could have done engineering there was no way i could have done uh, a du route as so uh, for the record i wanted to get into mckinsey before i started law school and uh, ever since 8th 8th or 9th grade my emphasis was on choosing a degree that gives me skill sets rather than knowledge also because i had a sister who was 3 years older and she was going to college back then 
I think uh, I had a clear idea that the gap between college and industry is too high and it's not something that get, that gets filled in college or even if it's a top tier university because all of my neighbors went to IIT so I kept hearing about how colleges are really inadequate for industry so very early on there was the seed of skills that was planted into my head rather than knowledge and degrees per se with that in mind I chose law uh I had law in mind because McKinsey hires from NLS and NLS in Bangalore is a huge thing. Also, my grandfather uh, is a uh, practicing chartered accountant, but he was a uh, retired vice president of the income tax appellate tribunal. So he he kept seeing lawyers and chartered accountants appear in front of him for almost his whole career. So he was able to tell me that, listen, law is a good career option if you don't want to do CA. And CA was not an option because my entire family from my great-grandfather to my grandfather to my father, they're all CAs and I just didn't want to stay in the same pool of uh, CAs. With that in mind, I chose law. Uh, but one of the key de- uh, drivers of this decision was this one person called Bishan Shah, who is currently an associate at Allen Overy London. So okay. he was, he, the career launcher was doing some marketing program for getting kids to join their CLAT coaching. And there was a newspaper ad that they had taken out and I saw the ad and I went to that uh, talk. There were exactly three people. There was Bishan, there was me, and I had dragged a friend of mine, Aditya, who's also in law school right now. <laughs> and um, so then he had explained to us, he, he didn't tell us that he joined ANO, but he just told us that he joined, a, he was joining a Magic Circle law firm when he was, that, that was the year he was leaving. And um, then he spoke, to, he told us this explicitly that, listen, I, I studied in NLS for five years and I don't know the law. But I've learned different skill sets and he gave, he gave me a, a taste of the breadth of the career that a law can give you. So he gave us examples of Mahatma Gandhi, Arun Jaitley, all of these people saying that, you know, these people are lawyers, but they do different things. And uh, I think that was the, that one talk. Now, I don't know whether it was uh, the, the only thing, but if I can imagine as far as my memory goes, I think that was the day I decided that law school is going to be the decision for the next, uh, once I finish my uh, PUC, like 11th and 12th in Karnataka. And uh, uh, now, if I think about the decision, I still stand by it. I am still very, very happy with the decision I took. Also, uh, in the course of the four years, I started liking the subject of law. I started liking the practice of law. I've been able to appreciate more of, of society in general because of my legal studies more than anything else. And although um, I have to admit that my inclinations and the amount of knowledge I have is vastly geared towards finance and corporate law. I still feel that uh, a lot of law is very behavioral and the rest of the name that is labor or, you know, uh, banking laws or company law for that matter, they're only in context of different situations that humans organize themselves. So largely the, the, the foundation and the understanding of law comes from how we as a society of human beings govern ourselves. And I've been able to appreciate that more than ever uh, because of law. And uh, I see this supplementing any career choice that I make from here on. Having thought about law for so long, one of the immediate things that Sandesh hoped to do in law school was to acquire skills. Uh, so what kind of skill sets do you think you've acquired till now that you didn't have, let's say, prior to joining? Oh, prior to joining, I sucked at language. So I really, <laughs> I feel that I've improved uh, my, the way of articulating things a lot better. Uh, there is clarity of thought, definitely. I'm able to structure my thoughts clearly. I'm able to communicate them. And uh, mostly analyzing things. 
mean, uh, asking the question why until I know the answer that uh, that has become an almost intuitive exercise for me now. So even if I have to explain like a recipe for making a, a dish, I follow the same structure of this is what you need. This is how you go about it and a reasoning for every item that you add in a dish. So I think that logical stream of thought and analysis behind every thought that I have, that is something that I gained only through law school. After doing internships and living in different cities, Sandesh has certainly acquired some of the skills that he wanted to. There are obviously things which he wants to work on for the rest of his life. Things like writing and researching about complex problems is something that he will forever try to hone as a skill. But thinking about skills and acquiring them is just one part of what you might do in law school. Deciding where to apply them, where to develop them, and what steps to take later on is the more difficult part. So uh, after having acquired, you know, some of these skills, I know like over the course of four years, we, we generally tend to have, I mean, diverse range of experiences. Yeah. How did you then decide uh, what you wanted to do initially after you graduate? How did you, so how did you decide, for I'm, example, how to put in place, put in use these skill sets that you've acquired? So... I happened to find my interests very early. So although I'm still not, I'm still not made my decision as to which practice area I want to continue or which practice area I want to stay or whether even I want to stay in the practice of transaction law. As of now, I will be practicing in a, let's say in an M&A private equity advisory environment, but I've always been interested in finance and commercial transactions aspects of things. And uh, the first instant instinctive thoughts I have over analyzing consequences or seeing uh, what happens to people, the first thought goes to uh, economics or business or profits or things like that, rather than, let's say, something more political or constitutional, such as what rights are affected, how people are going to change their behavior. That is not my first thought, but my first thought is about, okay, how are, how, how are they going to earn money? How are they going to sustain? Or how is it going to affect businesses? So that has been my first thought, maybe mostly because of my family background. And I have gained these skill sets also through reading of business newspapers, attending different commercial law session lectures or webinars or whatever that may be. And uh, considering I'm, I will maybe if the foreseeable, for the foreseeable future, I'll be working in a commercial law firm or in a commercial law environment. I feel that I've gained the skill sets by being in one particular practice area or one stream of practice. And uh, therefore, I think I'll be able to apply it also there only. I have also been in a similar family setup where a lot of members of my family have been involved in business activities in some way or the other. Well, one of the reasons why I actively went away from that field. But Sandesh, having been brought up in a slightly similar circumstance, has, has gone deeper into the field of commerce. And that's something I've always found amusing what do you find so interesting about this it's actually a mix of both one is from a very early age i i was exposed to all of these things so uh, i used to watch the stock market cnbc i used to make note of prices stock prices right from my fifth standard right? Damn, so okay. my, like i spent fifth standard sixth standard maybe like you know making note of prices because back then the internet wasn't such a big deal so I had to, and my dad used to trade a lot more frequently during the like intraday trading back then. So whenever I was home or whenever I had the time, 
I used to either uh, watch CNBC, make note of the prices, call up my dad and say, hey, this is the price now. Do you want to sell or buy? And if he says sell or buy, if he's busy, then I used to call the broker up and I say, okay, uh, we still have the same broker, by the way. <laughs> and uh, I, used to, I used to say, okay, Papa wants to buy this. Papa wants to sell this. Do it. And uh, because uh, the money generally is paid off through an escrow, we don't uh, have a margin fund with the broker. So then there's a certain time limit where we can go, we have to go deposit a check with the broker earlier, not now. So I used to, the brokerage was right near my house. So I used to go running in the, maybe in the next day or at the same day evening. And I used to go give a check to the broker. So I was exposed to these small, small things very early on. And I had my own bank account, like a minor bank account thing from my sixth grade. And um, I was supposed to write the demand drafts and whatever school fee related, tuition fee related, like whatever fee related, payment related stuff that was to, that was attributable, attributable to me. My dad used to make me do it. He used to take me to a bank regularly. So it was the okay. exposure that, uh, okay. that was largely, so I, I started enjoying it more because I was learning these things. It was, it was fascinating really because there are so many people going around and there is so much activity. I felt like an adult when I was maybe like 14 years old. <laughs> yeah, so that yeah. was, I enjoyed doing it and I was exposed to it early on. And uh, also because I was not exposed to anything else. Like only after I started college, I realized, you know, uh, the importance of maybe history, civil rights, political science. That is something that I was not exposed to at, either at a school level or at my um, pre-university level. At school, it was mostly science related, right? So all of my classmates, they want to go into IIT or they want to do medicine. And science was not something that I was good at. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, like, I don't find it's not as interesting, but like, see, because similar to your family, my family has also been in business. So I, yeah. I get like, I get where you're coming from, but I, I think that that was the difference. I, I wasn't doing all these adult things when I was a kid though. Right now, Sandesh will be joining a commercial law firm as like a fresher, as an A0. That's one of the initial steps he intends to take. It's in line with the view he had when he was in 10th or 11th when he heard that associate talk about what life is going to be like for a commercial lawyer. But after four years, there are bound to be changes with that kind of view. Or at least that's what I thought. So I think the view still remains the same as how it was before. So I wanted to be part of a large organization. I wanted to like see, um, be part of economy altering transactions. This is something I used to use at home a lot, <laughs> but, um, I see that now I see, I still want to be a part of it, but I don't see that as the end goal. I see that more of a point of view uh, from an exposure point of view, right? I want to be exposed to how, uh, large things work. And uh, I believe that seeing things at such a big scale uh, makes you reflect and makes you understand things at a systemic level. So assuming if I was part of the team that was involved in maybe the Facebook geo merge uh, acquisition, uh, the mm. deal, or maybe if I was part of uh, a Yes Bank reconstruction scheme. Well, the point being that these larger transactions, they expose you to certain systemic risks and they, they expose you to a very systemic understanding of these industries as a whole. So I, I felt, and I'm still of the opinion that being part of these transactions helps you understand things at a more systemic level, as opposed to just the transaction level, 
because there are multiple regulators involved the size of the transaction is such and therefore you have to account for bigger level of risks in these matter and that's how you are exposed to a more systemic understanding of things this is again my hypothesis i've never worked on these deals so i don't know yeah, yeah, yeah. I, i get it <laughs> uh from a very very shallow understanding of how these transaction documents are drafted i still think that something like a reps and something uh, indemnities and reps and warranties of a company as big as geo can you imagine how different it would be let's say than maybe a brother startup for instance mm-hmm. right so that is the kind of systemic understanding that i felt i would gain if i am part of these bigger transactions and uh, so that is the that is the idea as of now and maybe if things change over a period of time I, i'm sure it will change but uh, i'm open to it changing over a period of time much like most places around the world our college also had to shut down all of us are at home and we are not living the kind of campus life that we had grown to cherish over the last few years having said that i have been extremely lucky when i think about the position i am in during this pandemic but one of the things which i definitely haven't been great at is keeping in touch with my friends during this period one could say that using this podcast is one method of doing that so that's what i did i asked sandesh about how he viewed the world and how he's handling this pandemic right now uh right now i mean like we are in a state of constant crisis at least not for us we are stuck luckily but yeah. <laughs> at home we we can meet and we can do a bunch of things that others can't uh how how are you doing how are you holding up you're you're not even at your home right now you're in your sister's yes i'm in um, my sister's house and i have a one year four month old nephew so this is some this is some crazy quality uh pre fatherly instincts time i feel <laughs> um so it's nice because my brother in law he works for a bank therefore uh, he's considered to be essential services and he works a lot more than uh, usual maybe mm-hmm. also because uh, uh, most banks are under a lot of pressure to fulfill financial targets and also there is a lot of market expectations blah 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 so therefore he's slight uh, under a lot more pressure but um, i'm happy spending time with my nephew i'm happy spending time with my sister and uh, I, but yeah and with the way i'm holding up i've been learning a lot so i've been venturing into reading about new things that i haven't been reading about before example like human behavior psychology uh, philosophy all of these things i've been reading which i planned to read but i never got around to it but now i've been reading a lot more seriously i find like beautiful articles on the guardian and long and longform.com or longread.com talking and uh, different people's view on the pandemic and how it's affecting personal lives uh, that's again got me gotten me thinking a lot about systems and public policy in general and also you know that i'm a fan of uh, public policy podcasts so i just keep <laughs> listening to a lot of these uh, public policy podcasts because they help me understand systems a lot clear, a lot more clearly like they're able to put like amit verma or vivek call for that matter they're able to put in words that i'm thinking in my head or maybe pranay kotasthane for that matter his newsletter their takshashila's podcast all of these things i listen to a lot more intently sometimes i take notes so mm. these are the things that uh, i'm spending a lot more time on i still read three business newspapers but uh, <laughs> i have uh, more more time to do other things which i'm hopefully doing i also wanted to learn a lot more about economics so this is the time i've got so i'm doing some online course also on 
basic concepts of economics and you know fiscal policy inflation etc maybe someday i can understand that part of the newspaper also <laughs> really crazy using your time a lot better than i am <laughs> <laughs> regardless of who you are the pandemic has made us rethink a lot of issues for sandesh one of the things that he's been thinking about is his deep support of amazon and what he can do right now to support the local community and the small traders and business owners around him one of the things which i have been thinking about is luck and the things that i've been grateful for during this period during this period uh what's the things i mean like obviously i'm sure there are a bunch of things but what are these bunch of things that you've been grateful for uh and why so it's it's definitely my friends bro like uh, i think uh, our whatsapp group the fact that the, our whatsapp group is that active and keeps me entertained all day long like there do you realize that our group has like people who are active from maybe 8 am to 12 12 pm and maybe from 1 pm to 4 pm and then maybe from 5 pm to 9 pm and there is like another group which active from like 9 pm to like 3 am and there's random messages at like maybe 5 6 am it's it's constantly buzzing all day and it's wholesome content and there is it's it's hysterical so um, I, i'm glad i have uh, the set of friends that i have i couldn't have asked for a better set of friends ever <laughs> and uh, the benchmark for having good friends is now too high like i don't think i ever <laughs> so <laughs> so um that yeah. the so my friends is that's in fact my friend circle has been something that has helped me be sane in this entire pandemic but yeah if if it were not for my set of friends maybe i wouldn't have been able to be sane secondly i'm also like very grateful for my privilege right so um we've been able to get like a police pass to go around right and we've been able to get all grocery and everything we want in time like in fact we both had a food challenge on who who has more special <laughs> there are like there's like people like throwing away their produce or you know there are people who are dying of starvation yeah. i'm i'm grateful for my privilege and um thought i'm grateful for family dude like i haven't been at home for 4 years and all of a sudden they have to like feed me four times a day and like make sure that i don't uh, and afford my entire internet bandwidth consumption thank you so much for listening to this episode and i hope you liked it please do let me know what your thoughts are about this idea about this episode and any other feedback that you'd like to share i'd be extremely grateful Also make sure that you subscribe to Curiosect on whichever platform you use to listen to podcasts. That helps. Oh god, what is I don't remember studying any of this. Some more GK English. Yeah, so this is this is all like basically class notes. Okay, I have a case written Gyan Kaur versus State of Punjab. This was oh this was IPC class yeah. Oh god, I I studied more during class than actual college. <laughs>